everybody, I'm Mike Glazer here with the nighttime show head writer Matt Walker. Our guest today, you know him from Jane the Virgin, did Chicago on Broadway. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Jaime Camille, and your host. He's got 30 years left on Earth because death catches up to us all. Stephen Kramer Glickman. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> what, a, what a horrible thing to say about another person. You're the worst. The death's gonna catch oh, up to you. We're wow. clapping because we love you. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yes. it. I really appreciate <laughs> no, it. No, I was clapping for death. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Matt. The whole drive over here, we were talking about uh, about Alan Thick passing away, and I was like, if Alan Thick passes away, I mean, that's. Do you hear about this? No. Do you know about this? Yeah, he died. He died this today. Afternoon. Yeah. The, 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 Alan Thick from Alan Growing Thick from Oh, my God. Uh, Joanna, uh, what's uh, the name of, of, the, of, her, of his co star? The, the woman. Joanna Kearns? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yes, Joanna Kearns has, she has directed many episodes of Jane the Virgin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, oh. Joanna Kearns. She's a very talented director. Very talented yeah. director, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he's he's very oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, he was playing so hockey sad. with his son, and then he had a heart attack. Come and... on. Yeah. Well, they say that when a celebrity dies, they usually, they go by threes. Yep. Yeah. So who was uh, the uh, John Glenn? J- John Just Glenn. Died. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. I never liked Alan that guy though. <laughs> not a big John Glenn fan. <laughs> no, you don't like. <laughs> you don't like Glenn. Just I'm keep not a it big there. Glenn keep fan. it there. Don't <laughs> go right? to the next. Don't go to the next sentence. You no. ran for president. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about? Are we talking about the same John Glenn? He ran for president. He went in space. Oh yeah. no, I'm talking about a different John Glenn. Oh, I was <laughs> talking about this guy John Glenn that works. Oh, he cut you in line at Starbucks. I call him Johnny Glenn, and he's a real piece of shit. This guy Johnny. You wouldn't believe. Oh my God! Well, I love John Glenn. Guy. Oh no, John Glenn, the astronaut, great guy. Yes, yeah. Johnny <laughs> Johnny Glenn. He works at uh, TJ Fridays. That guy's the worst. Yeah, oh my God. I can't wait for that guy to die. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but John Glenn, the, the, John Glenn was a great, a great, a great man American. and a great, yes. a, a great American. Hey, All right, Jaime, he went to space. Jaime, you yeah. have uh, you you have one of these uh, careers and one of these lives that you you hear about and you read about and you just go like this is fascinating it's a fascinating career you've, Thank you. you've been wish, man. Thank you, you you really you really uh have been uh kicking so much ass let's let's start at the beginning let's go way let's all right go way back let's go to the beginning oh my god where did you, where did you grow up i grew up in mexico city in mexico city i actually my mother's from brazil my father is from mexico and i grew up in mexico city Wow! Yeah, it was is, fun. Is do you have a lot of family that's uh, still there? Yes, I have a lot of family. My my on my father's side, on my mother's side, very very small family. They all live in Brazil, mm-hmm. oh, but wow. uh, in Mexico, I still have my dad there, my my brother, my sisters, my siblings. Because I'm I'm the only child of the first marriage of my dad. Sure, sure. Yeah, so yeah. do you go back to to visit pretty often, or how? I often try you... to. Yeah. yeah, but I you know I have a life here. My family's here. My two kids live here. I'm, of I'm thank yeah. God I'm blessed to be in the list of employed actors. Of Los Angeles, we oh my god, mm-hmm. like, outrageous, yeah. outrageous! And then on top of that, we are even more privileged to be in a successful show. Yeah, so absolutely, you, and you really are. That show, Jane the Virgin, oh. is a huge, huge show. Thank you, man. I was telling, I was telling everybody that my, uh, the, I was taking Uber today, and the the guy who was driving for Uber, I told him that you are a podcast <laughs> guest today. I just mentioned it in passing, and he goes. This is a, a very sexy man. <laughs> That's what he said. That's so worried. And he said man. it. He said it under his oh, breath. Oh my god! Oh, it was a real thing. Can you imagine what he was thinking? When yeah. he was, oh my god! Almost. That's very, I'm, look. That's you, so disturbing. It's a, I'm kind of aroused. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, bring him on out. Let's get him out here. Oh, he's naked. 
good. Oh. <laughs> oh no, you, you're, but your fan base is extraordinary. Like oh, yeah. people, you know, people love you, and people love that show. That is, thank a, God, it's a huge, huge show. Thank you, man. We are, we have a great showrunner, Jenny Ehrman. She's just brilliant. She's yeah. a brilliant uh, woman and a brilliant writer, and her team of writers—they're amazing. And Where I'm very, you? I'm very lucky. They write brilliant stuff for my character, for my character, for Rogelio de la Vega. You see, I went to the Mexican yeah. accent yeah. a little before. Uh huh. Yeah. Character? No. Yeah. I mean, character. Rogelio de la Vega. They write great stuff. Wow. Well, we're, I feel like uh, I'm hanging out in my neighborhood right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Pico Rivera. I live in Montebello, so I'm oh. the only I'm the only white person there. Oh, That's what nice. It's like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel to be a minority, huh? It's, uh, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, anyone else in your family uh, work in the business or uh, part of the business? My mom. My mom uh, was a singer. Now, now she paints beautifully. Mm-hmm. Actually, my wife is ama- an amazing – she just discovered she's an amazing painter as well. Wow. <laughs> but my, yeah, incredible. Fine. So um, my mother was a singer and now – she paints, uh, but she hanged out with, uh, you know, back in Brazil with Sergio Mendes, with uh, mm-hmm. Caetano Veloso, like really, really like cool Brazilian uh, singers. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, yeah. like back in the days, back in the 60s, 70s. So I'm, I'm pretty sure she was too. every single yeah. time eating mushrooms or doing acid or yeah. something. Fun. Now, yeah. you have a, you have albums that have come out of you yes. singing. Yes, yes. Yeah. What kind of what kind of music was it? Eh, you see, then my mom, no, back in Brazil. Is like, <laughs> right, no, come on. <laughs> no, actually, when I started the career, I really wanted to sing. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to be a singer, and I was. But thank God, I have I have four albums, and they have done very well. Thank God. But uh, but then you know, I put my first album out, and then the universe sends me like, hey, listen, a friend of mine calls me. Hey, we're looking for the antagonist of this soap opera in Mexico would you like to do it I'm like yeah sure because mm-hmm. you know having exposure on television will help me sell shows mm-hmm. or will help me you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah whatever of course and then a movie a brilliant script came along seven days uh, and I'm like yeah sure it's gonna help the city and I was very lucky to pick up on the universe's like uh, messages mm-hmm. saying don't waste your time in the music you should pursue acting many people they, they don't do that they, they're, they're very stubborn I'm yeah. gonna be a singer, a singer, a singer, and then, yeah. and then no, nothing happens. But, uh, but thank God, I, I was, I, I could, I could, uh, I picked up, maybe unconsciously, I picked up on the on the messages of, hey, you should pursue acting, not really much singing. Sure. And that's how kind of like the career developed. So, so, so you're saying you... is I should put out a couple albums and I can get some work in this town. That's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, but put some put albums, some albums in Mexico. get a movie. Mexico, in, Mexico okay. in Spanish. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I, it's gonna be a while before I can do that. So, <laughs> so is that is that kind of how you got started? Is that you got started as a singer and then it transformed trying to be into? a singer? Yeah, trying to wow. be a singer and it, and it, and it just, just transform into into the acting. Did had you done any acting growing up? Was there acting when you were a kid? Or no, not? no, really, not professionally. Uh, but I was always a silly kid on in the home movies, doing the silly things mm-hmm. for the camera, or whatever. You know, I had like I, I think I, I guess, but at the same time, I, I was very uh, timid. Como se dice? You are fluent in Spanish. Como se shy? Thank you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was. I was kind of shy, actually. Wow. And, and now it makes sense. Because when I see, you know, in Mexico, I don't know if this happens to you, but you, you meet guys that, oh, my son could be in entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. Do it. And the son goes in a freaking like show and you know, yeah. top dancing. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. yeah. And then the ones that are like, sh- kind of like shy or they're like, oh, no, later, whatever. Then mm-hmm. they turn out to be, you know, real mm-hmm. better for show business. 
Oh, man, this is, you know, this is really incredible. This is the reason why we do the Nighttime Show podcast, to have conversations like this. Yeah. It, it, you know, isn't this amazing, Matt? This Aren't you having the best time? The best time ever. You know what? You would make it a better time? Um, I don't know. What would make it a better time? Fireball whiskey. That is that I would make a better time. Guess what? Guess what, folks? I happen you to bring. Fireball. I brought a bottle of Fireball with me. That's awesome. Let's have some. Well, yeah. you know, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but this is a true fact about Fireball whiskey. Mm-hmm. It you can actually you can hear the Fireball whiskey if you listen closely to the bottle. I'll put it up to the like microphone. a shell at the beach. Yeah, it's like a shell at the beach. Here, but it can talk to you. Okay. Hang on, I'll put it up to the microphone. Oh man, this has been a really great podcast, y'all. <laughs> hey, see, that's that's crazy. the fireball. That's Whoa. the bottle of fireball. So I'm gonna hang it. Wait, hand. I'm gonna put it again right. up to the microphone. I I actually dated a show once. Uh, it didn't work out, but yeah, it was a really good. Well, like you comparison. dated a show? Yeah, a shell. A shell. Oh, a shell. Yeah. Oh, it was wow. a good comparison. Yeah, uh, they, good pull, man. Yeah. He, he would uh, fireball would actually go down to the beach mm-hmm. and uh, people you know have these bonfires. Oh, such yeah. a good time! They left a, they left the bottle right by a mm-hmm. couple shells yep. and they started hooking up and they I had made, a threesome. Yeah, wow! Yeah, you awesome. and a shell and a oyster. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Fireball is having a better time than I am. You well, well, if you drink your, some yeah, of this stuff, I would. If you drink some of this, stuff, you'd have a better time. I'm going to drink some right now. All right, okay. here yeah, we go. Pop pass it the lid off. Here we go. All right, it's not going to hurt. Oh, that was some great fireball. Now it's in my belly. Oh, hey, it's dope down here, man. Yeah, yeah, you got the, we got that whole new uh, sound system set up. What are you listening to down there? Oh, my gosh. Well, right now I'm listening to a little bit of uh, uh, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies and Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. It's a ska party down there. Yeah, there's a little ska party. Wait. You like you too? Of course, of course, I like you oh. too. It's the it's one of the greatest uh, one of the greatest bands of all time. Oh, Matt, are man. you a big U two fan? My least favorite band of all time. Well, maybe you should drink some of me and yeah, change your mind. Some, yeah, you get some fireball on your stomach. You know, do me a favor, would you? Just for Matt, kick you yeah. two out of there. Kick right. you two out of my stomach. Yeah. All right, I'm going to change the CD. With or without you. Let's kick. All right, there we go. All right. Now they're out. Nice. Whoa, Drake? Yeah, now we got some Drake right, down there. Man, All now right. We're talking. Good. All right, this so, is good. Hey, you enjoy being in my stomach. All I'm right. going to enjoy you being in my stomach. And Matt, let's get some in your stomach. You Pass know the what? Fireball. Fireball whiskey. It's the best, especially when it's inside of you. That's the only way. All right, let's, uh, let's get back to the show. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. The ones that kind of don't have that ego right away, you know, or, or kind of think that they're like, I'm the next big thing. <laughs> I just worked with a bunch of little kids at, on, a, on a short, and uh, one of the kids was, the one kid was like, like, like a from a t- family full of actors, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. and Got this, it. this little girl, she was a little nugget, little, little girl, this uh-huh. little mm-hmm. white girl. And she shows up on the set and is just like, yeah, I'm like super, I just finished uh-huh. like my acting class and I'm like super yeah. excited. About it. And I'm like, Oh God, just leave. Just go home. Little girl, yeah. leave. No, it's no. like, don't get that. Don't get that L.A. attitude yet. Yes. No. Wait, yes. wait. Enjoy being a kid for a while. Yeah, what's yeah. up with the L.A.? Yeah. The other day I was at Dylan Candy Shop, whatever, with my kids. Yeah. And Ooh. this very loud 
people walking like, hey, would you like something? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is wrong with their <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. Inner, inner volume? Yeah. Why is there inner, why, indoor voice? Indoor yes, voices, yes. people, please. And they were yeah. like some, you know, actors, kid actors. Of course. I, I want to be here. Notice me. I'm here. I'm like, what? what? No. No. Chill. Just yeah, yeah. take a back seat for <laughs> yes, a minute. Yes. yes. Yeah, because really great actors usually are kind of, they're the kind of quiet ones who kind of sit back. And they notice everything, and they pay attention. Mike Glazer's and, like the next Al Pacino. He's yeah. yeah I'm very still. Uh, <laughs> I I agree. <laughs> He's the one sitting there quiet. Yeah, I uh, right. I do a lot of eye work. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Malkovich. I, I I I was at a an event, and I was in this like the little green room with like full of people. Come on, name drop. Name so, drop. No, no, you this are is name dropping because you're a Hollywood star. Very Hollywood thing. <laughs> Yeah. I'm in this like cool little green room, uh-huh. and John Malkovich walks into the room. This is so great. Walks in, looks at everyone, <laughs> and just goes, "No," and walks out. <laughs> and he just walked out, and I was like, "What the f- was no, that? No, what? No, no, to what? Not <laughs> happening. Yeah. Just not gonna, not gonna be a part of this room. So oh much more powerful." Unbelievable! Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Do your kid are your are your children acting? Uh, no, my my daughter is five years old and my son is two years old. Oh my yeah. god! But my daughter is in the. You know what do you want to do? I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But Good. part of that, do you think, is because she sees you as an actor? Yeah, that's sort of, of course. Just modeling herself on she, that. She went. She came to Chicago. Seven times she she, she oh, saw yeah. the show. All right, uh, here we go. Yeah, let's get into this. <laughs> you, how did this happen? You did the the Broadway musical Chicago. Who did yeah. you play in this? Billy Flynn. Oh, uh, the best. Can you imagine Roxy Hart? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, no, got the legs for it. Yeah. Mama, yeah, <laughs> Mama no. Morton. No, such a great role. Oh my god, that must have been insane. Insane. When did so you do much this? Fun. Uh, during my summer hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, oh this summer. So who did you do it with? Yeah, with uh, I had three Roxy Hearts. Mm-hmm. I, I did it with Dailise Cronman, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte Damboise, which you know she's Broadway royalty. She she's Jacques Damboise's daughter. It's amazing, sure. amazing. And uh, Bianca Marroquin, which is a Mexican friend of mine that she's been doing Roxy Heart for fifteen years, and we actually wrote Broadway history together, being the first. Mexican-born actors to lead the same Broadway show at the same time. That's oh awesome. my god, that's yeah. fascinating! That was uh, that was a uh, yeah. Like, wow, incredible. that must have been outrageous. But, but I come from musical. I in Mexico, I did West Side Story um, oh. after the Deluge, which is a, a beautiful Italian uh, show. Uh, Aladdin, uh, Hook. You know, like many many what? musical theater. Yeah. Hook, Hook, like Hook as in Peter Pan. Hook, as in Peter Pan. It's so much fun. As a musical? That yeah, was done musical. as a musical? I had yes. no idea that it was. I look amazing in green tights. Oh, oh no, 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 I played Hook. Sorry. You played Hook. <laughs> yes, yes, I was confused. Yeah. Oh, my God. That must have been incredible. Oh, my God. So much fun. Is that your favorite? Is that your favorite? Thing Hook that you've has done? to be probably Hook and the Genie. Yeah. Those, those two. But but also after the Deluge, Diluge, am I pronouncing it correct? Like when a Deluge. big storm. Yeah, uh, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna guess, but Steven's actually right. What is yeah. it? Deluge. Deluge. Yeah, Deluge. Yes, after the Deluge, uh, it's a beautiful play. That was a very demanding uh, role as an actor because uh, the priest. It, it's a priest that gets a call from God saying, uh-huh. "Listen, I'm I, I'm I'm fed up with you guys, and I'm going to send another Deluge." 
Deluge. 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 Yeah. I want to say another Deluge. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I picked your town to, to kill you all. So, you know, build an arc. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, the guy's 95% of the time on stage to a point that I, that I had to wear like either two or three mics. Because if a mic fails, you don't even have time to change it. Oh, wow. Oh, so they just like switch crap. to the next one, switch to the next one. Yeah. Whoa. That was a great, great. Where, where was this that you were Mexico doing? Mexico City. Wow. Oh my yes, god. That was that, that was must have been incredible. What's the theater scene like in Mexico? In Mexico? It's not as powerful as Broadway, of course, mm-hmm. or even as Argentina. Argentina has a <clears throat> has a street called Corrientes, which is very similar to, to Broadway, mm-hmm. and even there the theater is even more important. Wow. Yeah. What so how did how did it work out with you doing Chicago? They, how did how did they did they reach out to you? My manager called me and said, Well, this is pretty much a done deal, contingent <laughs> of a workshop. I mean you have to send yourself on tape, singing, whatever. And uh, but if you want to if you want to do it, of course I want to do this in my life. I love musical theater, so so I, I put myself on tape, I send them, they said yes, and uh, I started there it was like a like a month thing, it got extended to another month, so I stayed there for two months. And it's very you, you, you get ten days to to know everything to yeah. prepare the, the role. And it's, that, that's very stressful, very stressful because yeah. you, have, you have ten days to know the songs, know the choreography. I mean, Billy Flynn doesn't dance, but you know he moves. Yeah, during, uh, and he's got music. You've got, got and, songs galore. And when he's brief, he talks for a page. Oh. When he's brief, because he's oh. the one, he's the puppeteer. He explains what he's going to do, how he's going to manipulate the the press, and blah blah blah, all of these things. Don't Trump. And, uh, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> no, I just had something, something in my throat. Okay. And, uh, and so it's amazing. I mean, he really is a puppeteer. So the first two days, I did not see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm like, I think I'm going to bail. I mean, I no, this is going to be too tough. Wow. And I had a wedding to attend in the middle. So that didn't oh, help. So you couldn't even like, spend the full 10 days <laughs> doing exactly. what you had to, yeah. So I went to the wedding. After I returned from the wedding, everything was, I was, that stress was out of my life. So I really concentrated on preparing the, the role. And, 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 I, and, I, and I told myself, it's, everything comes, just chill. You know, you will be off book four days before the, everything, everything will come. Just, just be, 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 be cool about it. And I was cool about it and, and everything came eventually. But you know, the first month, the first show, I don't remember what I was what I was doing until half through the second act. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, oh, there's the audience. Oh, there's my fellow actors. Good. And I really started enjoying myself after the month and a half. After a yeah. month and a half, I started mm-hmm. to really like, ah, now, now I have it in my bones. You know? What about uh, any <laughs> sort of, uh, like, as far as, I mean, it's Broadway. There's a lot of people in that audience. How many people were in that, in that theater? In the th- it was a... Uh, how many? Uh, a thousand, a thousand people theater. Yeah. Was there any <clears throat> nerves as far as like uh, stage fright or anything like that? Any I think sense of that. Whenever you lose the butterflies in your stomach, you mm-hmm. lose respect for what you do, and you lose respect for the audience. Sure. When you, it's like even if you are like extreme, if you do extreme sports, right? If you think that mm-hmm. you can fly on your motorcycle, the most <laughs> probable thing is that you're going to die in the, yeah. in the next jump. Yeah. So you never <clears throat> lose that butterfly feeling, which is. It's a beautiful, well, you know. I mean, you do stage, and it's a sure. beautiful feeling, and, and it's great. But, uh, but I think that's it's, it's a split second of a difference of you saying no, 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 or yeah. fuck yeah, and just mm-hmm. go forward and do it. Yeah, and that's you know when you're out there, you're out there. You you have one take to get it right. Yeah, that's it. God, that's the <clears> best. <throat> it's yeah. yeah. It's uh, when I uh, when I don't know if you know this about me, um, but. 
He wrote Chicago. Oh my god! I was actually the three hundred and thirty-four thousandth Jewish actor to ever be on Broadway. Come on, <laughs> which one? I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I I I worked I worked on uh, Shrek the musical. Oh wow! Uh, as Shrek. For, wow! With DreamWorks and Jeff Katzenberg and all those guys for two years and was. Got cast at an open call. Got cast when you were an nobody. open call. I was a nobody at the time. Wow. I was the doorman at the comedy store wow. when I got when I got the job, and uh, it was. Uh, and I, you played. I played Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, wow. and they put me in. Uh, you know, six hours of prosthetics every every single, every, every, every couple of days. They put me in all these prosthetics because I was just doing. We were at Forty um, Second Street Studios. Do you yeah, know yeah, that of place? course. Uh, we rehearsed yeah. that for Mambo Kings. We rehearsed there, there for Mambo Kings. Did you do Mambo Kings also? No, we did, we, didn't, we never got to open. It was a, it was a bound for Broadway. We did the pre-Broadway theme. We went to the Golden Gate Theater in San Francisco. We Holy had the, shit! We had the same PR firm as Wicked, but uh, but we we didn't get you know the the book needed some work, and the Daryl and Jordan Roth, the producers, they yeah. were looking for uh, another actor. They were not happy with the other lead. Oh my god! They were happy with me, thank God. They were <laughs> not with the other one. So um, so but but they decided to pull the plug. You, you know, hear what they told the other guy? Like, man, <laughs> do you know something? Jaime, I don't know. <laughs> there was We're a- happy with you, but that Jaime, he's got to go. First of all, he's an illegal. <laughs> oh, come on now. When we were doing uh, when we were doing Shrek, uh, they were they were uh, downstairs. They were doing the wedding singer for the tour. They were working on the wedding singer musical. Wow! And then the floor below that was Grumpy Old Men, and it was Carol Kane. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd mm-hmm. and a couple other guys. Wow. Oh, and uh, and the guy from uh, Two Broke Girls, the old the old guy on Two Broke Girls, Garrett Morris, <laughs> Garrett Morris, nice, pull. and a couple other people. Um, literally, just a phenomenal group of people. Wow, yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're doing this. It is, and in the middle of rehearsing the show, they were in the middle of rehearsing uh, your show, Shrek. No, 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 no. They were rehearsing uh, Grumpy Old Men. Got it. Downstairs, uh-huh. in the middle of rehearsal one day. Uh, Christopher Lloyd went to get a bite to eat and didn't come back. <laughs> and they were like, where's Christopher Lloyd? And the producers have, you know, millions of dollars. Uh-huh. In this, and they're like, somebody go to go find, go find him, call him. Not answering his phone. Oh my God. They go to his house. They, they ring the doorbell. Nothing. They, uh, they call his agent. The agent's like, well, he's supposed to be in rehearsal. We don't know. What's, <laughs> we don't know why he wouldn't do that. And, uh, Time, couple weeks go by. What? Time, yeah. Weeks? No answer. No no communication from him. He just went zero. Bill he Murray went, mode. He went yeah. blackout. Like, you have no way of getting a hold of him. And um, the show, uh, they did the test, the audience test for the producers, and uh, it failed. And nobody nobody yeah. wanted it. There was a big gap where no one was yeah. saying their lines. Yeah, they had another. They brought another actor in, but it just didn't work. It was just weird. And uh, and then they they finally they called him again. They got a, someone got a hold of him after it had already kind of failed and was done. And they got a hold of him, and he was like, "Oh, uh, he was like, oh, I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, Spain." And they were like, "What are you doing there?" And he was like, "Well, I was in rehearsal." And I realized that I didn't like doing the show and that it wasn't going to be very good. So I walked out of rehearsal. I got on a plane and left directly. I went right <laughs> from 42nd Street to a to plane the and then flew to Spain. And I've just been here ever since. Just wow. Well, what is even more strange is that he, he 
has his passport at all times. Yes. Yeah. Being able to pull that off the hands of the money. That's wild. He was <laughs> out. Like he was just like no communication. Didn't tell his agent. Don't tell anyone. He's just what the- just didn't care. He was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm leaving. And this is why they hate us, man. That, that, that's the stories like this is why they hate yeah. us. That's why, Bro- that's why Broadway has like real issues. They got real issues with like, you know, I mean, Jeremy Piven still has like a stank on him from quitting a, a Broadway show for mercury poisoning. Well, I have great stories mm-hmm. that the cast members of Chicago told me. Oh, mm-hmm. please tell Like, me. of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to throw everybody under the bus. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, no, what's your name? Uh, these are the guy, I think uh, Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, Remember sure. Yeah. He, he played Billy Flynn. Oscar winner. And they had a lot of uh, problems with, uh, with, with him remembering the lines. But at least this has a, uh, a happy ending. Uh, the guy was there and, he, you know, they, they even brought in like, a, like an earpiece to, mm-hmm. to feed him the lines or something like that. I mean, oh, wow. But then he opens... He goes, uh, Billy Flynn, great first song. Then he jumps a big chunk of the thing. And then he goes right into Gun. You know, the Mississippi, whatever. And they're like, oh, my God. And so the dancers are like, oh, my God, he's jumping to, to Gun. So they all went to stage, do the Gun. Gun finishes. And that the number finishes. And he leaves. He goes. <laughs> so the understudy jumps and finishes the mm-hmm. play. And the next day, he was very apologetic. He went to the theater and said, guys, I'm very sorry. I, I kind of like panicked. Theater is not where I feel comfortable. I, I I do films more, television. This caught me completely off guard. I'm really sorry if I threw you under the bus. I mean, he at least came back and yeah, yeah. He was, very professional. He was yeah. Wow! And he faced it. He was like, "Listen, this is a, a beast that I that I couldn't control." That's yeah. like a, a real life version of what happened to Birdman, right? Didn't that kind of happen in that show? <clears throat> yeah, in the movie where like he's doing the With show in, in the movie Birdman uh-huh. when Michael Keaton's doing the show, and then there's like some big thing, and like oh, the show just goes off the rails and yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. That's a great movie. Alejandro oh. Gonzalez Iñárritu is a very, very gifted director. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God, great. He's the coolest. Oh, oh, yes. So good. Oh, yes. Have you ever met him or gotten yes, to work yes. with him at all? Yes, I, I, I know him well. I've never worked with him, but you know he's from Mexico. So uh, he had a company called Zeta, Z, mm-hmm. Pro, Z Productions. And it was Z Radio, Z Publicity, Z whatever. Mm-hmm. And he started in radio. He was a, 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 radio, wow. a radio DJ. Yeah. One it's amazing. The- Zorro's very talented. Yeah. He's a. What? Who? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, Z, no. <laughs> Matt, what it's, is wrong with you? It stood for another thing. It's a bad Z <laughs> joke, is what it was. It was a Jesus. Z joke. <laughs> it really was, pal. That's <laughs> the level of joke it was. Uh, no, they okay. can't always but, uh, be close to that. Oh, God. Can we edit that? Yeah. Oh, no, we can't. No, 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 you have right. to own it. No, no, right. You just have to, have to deal it. with it. I, I, I'm retracted. coming back to the podcast. I'd like to apologize to you guys. This is live theater. You're doing a gossip, Junior. You're doing a gossip. Is that what you're doing? Yes. You know what? I did a I did a play a long long time ago and uh, I did it I was doing two shows at once and I didn't have time to learn uh, the the dialogue and I, I kept thinking I knew it but I didn't know it and and it just was That's getting horrible. worse it was getting really really bad and I kept thinking I, I got it and then I don't I didn't have it it was these weird it was a weird show called Strike Up the Band you were already mm-hmm. the, the show started the show it was we were in in final rehearsals like oh, a week before the show mm-hmm. and I realized a week before the show. I am screwed. I I yeah. still don't know it, and these are huge, huge monologues yeah, in this yeah. show. I don't know at all, and uh, and so they said, "We got an idea. We got an idea. Uh, we'll put you uh, an earpiece in your ear. That sounds that's a good idea." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, Bye. okay." And so they put an earpiece in my ear, and uh, they're feeding me lines, and I'm saying them, and it's working. It's, oh, wow. it's working. Things that we're getting through scenes. I'm like, I'm able to catch 
kind of catch myself through it. Yeah. That's like Thursday night, Friday night, Friday night, opening night. Earpiece breaks. They put it in my ear and they go, um, sound guy, the, the one of the sound tech guys, the guy who was doing my lines, he was sick. So they had uh, another guy. With another was, rhythm mm-hmm. or with a different... Uh, who had a... Uh, a stuttering problem. Oh, <laughs> that is that's, that's, that's not good. It's not a joke. No, nope. really did have a real stuttering problem. Oh my! And God. he starts reading the lines, and he's like, "Great to see you." And I was like on stage in front of an entire room full of people, and I was like. You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> and I literally yanked it out of my head uh, and threw it on the table. And you know it. And I was just like, Let's just go. you realize you, yeah. you know the lines. I knew the lines. I was going to be okay. But did, did, did this man. ever happen to you while on a show? During a, during that during the show, Chicago, for example, I'm backstage and and Billy Flynn has a best introduction ever. All those sexy girls, we want Billy, give oh, us Billy, right? The best. And then and oh, what lockers? Because here he is. Is everybody yeah. here? Is everybody ready? And then right before jumping to the stairs, before saying is everybody here? Is everybody ready? I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck! I think I what's it? I don't care about expensive things. Oh my God, what is it? And I'm like, okay, shit, 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 shit. They will come. The universe will feed you the lines. Yeah. And it does, man. It yeah. does. Your yeah. brain is made for that. It's, yes. You're, it's going to be okay. Yes. yes. Every time I do stand-up, right before I go on stage, I'm like, I can't remember any of my jokes. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm like, what? I I know I have jokes. <laughs> I don't know what they are right now. <laughs> and I get up there and I start talking. I'm like, oh, they're all they're the, yeah. coming to me. That's uh-huh. that's where they come uh, back. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, they, yeah, incredible. It's bizarre. It is yeah. bizarre. Oh, God, that's such a bizarre situation. But it, what a lovely, no? What, what, did, your fam- did, did your family, like, I mean, I know your, your wife and your. Uh, no, I, I can't function without my family. So yeah. it was a matter of, I found it, the first 20 days, they were very difficult. That was the most that I've been away from my kids ever. Uh, you rehearsing there, and yeah. it was extremely difficult. But uh, you know, it was it was cool. Twenty days, and then I got an apartment. Uh, of course, I lost money doing this this thing, obviously. But yeah. I I rented a place, uh, a three bedroom apartment, on the only in the only residential building on Broadway, which was half a block away from the theater. Right. And I have my family there. Without my family, uh, it's not. No, no, no. What about, uh, did did parents and stuff come out yes, too? Yes, my yeah. mom came, my, my dad came twice to what? watch the oh. show. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, super cool. That's super so cool. fun. Oof. That's a that's the best thing in the whole it, world. It, yeah, it was. Now, speaking How, of yeah. of not having lines, you did an episode of a show Oh yeah, called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. What? What was that like? Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Now, was I convincing? Zero, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, it was it was great, but the the thing is this: as you guys very well know, I'm I I I'm, I love improvising. Mm-hmm. I love to improvise, nice. and you know we all live for that. It's because yeah, you sure. never know what the audience is going to feed you yeah. with, and then you take it and whatever. And I think that show it's an amazing show, but very well structured mm-hmm. for the guests never to be in a tough spot. Okay, so they you, they, they never tell you, okay, boom. Make us laugh, right? That yeah. was your responsibility as the guest, and that's that's very intelligent from from the, from the producers. Uh, you know, for example, uh, you know the the they have a thing called props, yeah, the, the segment sure. props, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So, sure. oh, and they have it in a way that you will 
they, you will not be held responsible if you fuck up. Like, yeah. we, I'm walking in the jungle and I see my rifle. So now you know as a guest that you have to become like a rifle. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, the way I like to work more as an improviser is like, I'm walking through the jungle. Take it. Take it. Yeah. Take it. That, that's, There's a scary lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. No. But yeah. it's like, uh, <laughs> so I like. I, uh, you I, like to live a little I more would, on the edge. I would have loved to do to be a little bit more on the edge on the, on the show. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. I love being on the show. It's a fun show. They are so freaking talented. Yeah, those the guys, guys are great. Oh, my God. Uh, the guys there, Brady, all of them, they're so talented. I yeah. mean, it was, it was fun. It was a fun, fun The fun best experience. show right now to watch for improv is Let's Make a Deal. Oh, with Wayne there Brady you go. and oh, I Jonathan, so whatever his name is, and then the guy who plays music, Cat, uh, I forget his name, but that show, like they're doing Whose Line Is It Anyway as a game show. Oh, wow. Like they're doing, oh, like they're making up God. songs all the time Ooh. and they're just like doing stuff the whole time out. And I'm like, this show, it, it's. It's the same old show, but they've taken it to a new level, and it's a different show oh, nice. in a good way. Is it on the CW as well? It's on uh, uh, CBS. Oh, wow. CBS wow. Mornings, right before Price is Right. In the family. Keep okay, it in the family. Because I'm a there big go. game show nerd. I got to yeah. talk to you about some of these shows, yeah. some of the shows that, you've, that you have done that, that when I've mentioned them to people and to friends that you were coming on the show, they, I had some friends who said, you have to ask, ask him about this show. You have, I, I, when I was growing up in Mexico, yeah. I remember this show very, very, oh, nice. this movie very clearly. So a um, couple, couple quick ones. Um, wooden Woman. Oh, my God. Mujer de Madera. Yeah. Wooden Woman. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the show. Horrible. Hideous. <laughs> I mean, hideous telenovela. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I, that, was a, that was a bad one, man. That's, yeah. a, that's a low blow. Which I uh, love. It, <laughs> no, I'm going. Oh, we're going deep. It we're was going deep, deep. really deep. You're, no, no, bad. bad These are deep bad cuts. Show. Bad, bad show. Bad. I mean, bad. Got bad. It. I mean, uh, it was a very bad novella, and then the lead, <laughs> the lead got pregnant. So this is you're gonna love this. Show. The, oh the way God. they fixed it was like his her face got burned, and when he, <laughs> and, and when a plastic surgeon fixed her. We had another actress. Ah! <laughs> oh, are you serious? See, that serious. Oh, that that's is awesome. Yeah, genius. Was, no, that's novella. Like, oh, that is the yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it was great, God. but it was horrible. It was a kind of thing where I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And I was oh, doing that shit, and you know, the camera was coming closer, but I knew it. I, I was like, no, this is this is not this is not wrong. This is so bad. <laughs> This is so bad. And then I ended up doing more sitcoms. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have uh, Una Familia de Diaz. Una Familia de Diaz. No, that okay. was a cameo. Okay. That All was right. a cameo appearance. What about the prettiest ugly girl? Ugly Betty. That's Ugly Betty. The Mexican version of Ugly Betty. The prettiest oh. ugly girl. Yeah, well, that- La Fea Más Bella. The literal oh. translation is the prettiest ugly girl. But, but I uh, love it. But we, uh, that was that. Did that, career, did that predate the American version? Yes, yes. My, wow. my, 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 we rip was, everything was, off here. We steal yeah, everything. We really, like, we're like, oh, that show's good. We're just going to do it. No way. Yeah. You're going to love the story. Ben Silverman, which is my producer now yeah. from Jane the Virgin, mm-hmm. and now he has become a great friend, and, and we're going to do things together, and he, I just love him to death, to life. Uh, he produced Ugly Betty. And he's producing Jane the Virgin. And he produced mm-hmm. The Office and The Tutors. And, and you know, yeah, he was what? a chairman at NBC and Universal. Oh, he's a beautiful, beautiful God. guy. But uh, he produced it. And the reason it got produced, Salma Hayek was also involved in this production, is because mm-hmm. our version, the Mexican version, had was so, was so successful, even more than the original one, which came from Colombia. Uh, our uh, version was even more. I mean, we broke historical records 
in Mexico, the the highest rated show in Mexico City is a World Cup final in the 70s mm-hmm. against Brazil and Mexico. Sure. That's the, the second highest rated is our finale. Holy wow. shit. The ugly baby wow. finale. God, that is incredible, and man. in the States, it was the first time ever, thanks, thanks to our finale, it was the first time ever that Univision beat all – now it's like more recurring. Yeah. But it, 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 the first time that Univision beat to the ground mm-hmm. all the American uh, – Oh, uh, yeah. So what he's networks. saying is that Ugly Betty is like the mash of Mexico. You know what? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very it's nice. true. Pretty much. You know, uh, I, I – one, one of them. One, <laughs> one of them. I'm a big fan of Univision. Yeah. And let me tell you why I'm a big fan of them. Because you like their women. No, I I do. I love their women. They're the best women. And contrary to what you think, it's not the home shopping network for drug dealers to buy their girlfriends. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. I just want to clarify that. Not anymore. It's changed. (laughs) But I I have been known to watch some Super Sabado. Univision. Sabado Gigante. Well, that's what it's now. He was Super Sabado back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at you, OG. When I was in junior high, it was Super Sabado and then uh, A La Cama Con Porcel. I used to watch. A La Cama Con Porcel. Oh, my God. Because that had had, like, I I didn't know anything they were saying because I was in Spanish, but it had girls girls in lingerie (laughs) bouncing on a bed. It was like 11 at night. And then this big fat guy was the host. And it was like, I I don't know what the show is, but this is the best (laughs) show. I'm watching this every night. Sometimes I watch that show. I would watch a show like that Uh and my girlfriend will walk in the room and just go, what is this? <laughs> Baby, what I'm is pra- this? Yeah, yeah. Practicing my Spanish. <laughs> I'm practicing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Univision, uh, their marketing department uh, needed a, uh, a what's it called? They want. They were doing a big thing at the tr- down in uh, down south in uh, where, where was it? Um, You're down in Orange County somewhere. In Orange County, Newport, this huge yeah. giant down hotel. Don't tell down south a Mexican. Yeah, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking Chetumal. <laughs> I was going to Cancun. I'm like, okay, okay, you okay the OC. You mean the OC? Yes, okay. the OC. <laughs> they had this big, beautiful event down there, and they 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 wanted to surprise the marketing team at Univision on like how to like uh uh you know like maybe like how to how to work better as a team or something like this so they hired me to pretend to be a team building instructor and then i like came up on stage and did like a comedy act where i like do like a thing like tracy i know you need to pull yourself together because mario <laughs> mario's complaining about you and i like they gave me a bunch of names and i like roasted people and like made fun of people that worked there nice, and nice. then we all and then we then i sang a song to them it was like really weird but it yeah. was a great gig and i nice. absolutely adored everybody well, there because because the they're the nicest that, people they're very nice the, the, the problem with the mexican television is that um you know, here you have sh- actors from ABC and they go to CBS, NBC, mm-hmm. Fox shows to promote their show, right? Mm-hmm. They, they do. In in Mexico, you know, they have the, they have the they're gonna they, they can ban you, they will block you. They they still oh wow treat uh, networks with the 1950s studio system. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's the thing. God, that is interesting. <clears throat> yeah. um, okay, no, there's a, there's a couple more here. Oh what about uh, dumb girls don't go to heaven? Las tontas no van al cielo. <laughs> there we go. That was a good show, a fun show. That's when I, after Ugly Betty, I started doing like a serious, like, you know, and, and I told my, my showrunner, which Rocio Campo, which we are now very, very close friends, and I have done four projects with her, including that one, Ugly Betty, uh, Eva, uh, which I'm sure that it's there. Yeah, and, of and course. A, and another one. But um, but uh, I told her, Rosie, I think, first of all, Ugly Betty, this is not a serious thing. 
this is a comedy. I mean, give me a break. A, a girl with yeah. a mustache. I mean, it's no. This is having no, a great this time. A, this is a comedy. <laughs> so, and so I started doing it as a comedy, playing my character as a comedy. That's when I broke the mold of the why haven't you called me? You know, I, I, and I, mm-hmm. right, yeah. And then she calls me very serious. She's like, you know what? Nobody likes you. Basically, that that's it. Nobody likes you. You know, people are complaining. And why are you not this galan? You know, the the good looking whatever mm-hmm. uh, stud from the novelas. I'm like, well, because uh, now, like, please, please let me do this. And this this is where it, it went beautifully uh, good, not wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please let me do it like that for another week or two weeks. Let's see what happens. And thank God, because otherwise I was going to die in the, the soap, like you know, yeah, yeah, car off a cliff and die, <laughs> right? But finally. They they liked it, and I think nice. we were the first production to venture into doing comedy in yeah. the, in the classic like prime time telenovela where, where everybody suffers. Yeah, mm-hmm. from eight p.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah, every single show. I think the star, like the female <laughs> star, probably she laughs twice in a fucking year. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. That's it, and everybody's crying and crying and crying and drama and drama and drama, and, and so we started playing with comedy, and we broke the mold, and now and now even even thanks to that, Televisa, decided, which is Univision's partner, decided to open up a comedic hour wow. within mm-hmm. the novelas, which was from eight to nine. Dude, that is amazing! It wow, is. God, that is that's yeah. changed. It's changed the the way they do television. So that was uh, one of the one of the comedic uh, shows mm-hmm. for the eight pm time slot. Uh, one of our uh, one <laughs> of our listeners asked me to ask you about uh, que pobres tan ricos. <laughs> yeah, que pobres tan ricos. It's a funny one, a comedy as well. Uh, it's about you did um, one hundred and sixty seven episodes of that show. Yeah, well, don't think about yeah, I mean, but yeah? it's you did it's, it for a long time. Yeah, it it's. The the concept of a sitcom doesn't right. exist in yeah. Mexico be, because we go from Monday to Friday for one hour. Right, every, every, every day. Everything is labeled as a novella. Right, right, right. That's no, the I format. I totally get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it was a sitcom and it was fun. But you usually work for eight months. But you're doing comedy. You're, you're doing comedy every day. I mean, that's yes. That's it's, that's it's a fun. huge writing deal. that comedy. Has to be- Incredibly difficult. Yeah, yeah big bang wow. boom. Comedy, but at the same time, you have a love story. You you go through horrible things. I mean, you have to be. And you know, you know, as, as a comedian, how it is. You yeah, have for a certain amount of comedy, you, the character needs to go through a difficult time. Otherwise, you know, it's, you it's become like a the most basic and st- stupid slapstick, like, right? With mm-hmm. sense, senseless, right? Like a lot of the garbage on TV. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the, the stuff I love. All right. right. Um, yeah. You uh, here. This is this was a huge one and a big one. And people, uh, when I, you know, they they've been tweeting about it and talking about it. And yeah. it was a huge, huge movie. Secret Life of Pets, the yeah. best movie featuring animals that talk this year. Oh yes, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Listen, listen. Absolutely. Don't go there. Don't go there because uh, you are in front of a humongous <laughs> storks fan. <laughs> I don't understand why uh, you what you told me. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm sorry. I think it was brilliantly written, for, <laughs> funny. But, but he maybe, went to the premiere. Oh, yes, that's unlike uh, some redheads I know. I wasn't invited. I know premiere. you weren't. I would have gone, but <laughs> no, I, I did, for like six months before no, Storks came yeah, out. This is not a joke, dude. For six <laughs> months before the, but he's he's been my best friend. This this redheaded bastard yeah. for a very for long 12 time. Years. Twelve yeah. years. Oh, that's We're why you tr- went to the premiere then. I wasn't invited. <laughs> he wasn't invited. He didn't come. He didn't come. No, it was just so, so it's on you then. Yes. It's my fault. Yeah. No, so we're we'd be driving around town. We're driving around just having a nice day and and uh, on the way to a podcast or whatever and he'd go, "Hey, look, it's the it's it's uh the movie with 
animals that's going to be the most successful animated animal movie this year. <laughs> and he points put it every Life of Pets single time. And he would just he <laughs> just was taunting for like me months. every day for six months. The hey, look, it's the most successful animated yeah. movie of the year for six months straight. Yeah. I'd just be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, he'd be like, I heard uh, Storks is good, but it's supposed to not be as good as Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> I want to tell you something, and I did Pets, and I loved it, and it's uh, in Cinco, Cinco Paul, the sure. writer. He's just, Huge movie. Yeah. Brilliant, and I mean, I loved it, but I also loved Storks. I There's truly don't understand what happened I'll tell you, here. Storks I don't was a it. lot of fun too. I, I loved Storks. It was a great get, movie. It, maybe it was written more for a maybe it was written for adults. Probably that's why the kids I, maybe didn't relate. I feel like it's it, it, here's the thing: is uh, I feel like movie studios decide how much money their movie is going to make. That for the most part, uh-huh. I think mm-hmm. they have an idea of how much they want the movie to make, and then it they they make it make that much money, or they they just kind of as an stop. experiment. As say. an exp- like I feel like they kind of they well, kind of have an. I, it's I, not talking like it's a flop. Storks made one hundred fifty million dollars. Made one hundred and seventy million. One hundred seventy million dollars worldwide. That's yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's, no, no, that's 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 impressive. But it's impressive. But, but historically, the in, the movies with kids, you have to yeah. multiply the ticket by four because kids mm-hmm. they don't yeah. go by themselves yeah. to the movies. Everybody thought that uh, it would make somewhere closer to the 400, 500. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's that's success. Like mm-hmm. in the animated world, they look at that as that's a successful movie at four hundred, five hundred thousand. Uh, now, with that being said, there's a few weird little. Storksy things. Okay, oh, mm-hmm. this is a, a couple weird little things. All right. Number one, uh, <laughs> this is going to get really awkward, really, really fast. Um, <laughs> for a movie, can, can you do okay, this in your Stephen, you're sweating. Yeah. <laughs> for a movie, are you in breach like of contract? Right now? Maybe a little bit. Let's maybe a little stop. bit. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. For there, for for an animated movie, or for for an animated movie, there's merchandise. Right. Yeah. Of course. Okay. So, yeah. uh, how long ahead of time do they have to make that merchandise? Oof. It's a little time, right? Even even Frozen, you know, they ran out of Elsa's Elsa and, yeah. and dolls. They ran out of it, and yeah. they prepare Disney prepare like they usually prepare for. Yeah. But but the success of Frozen caught them off guard. Right. Yeah. So sometimes they can be caught off guard. My, sorry, my point is like to that. a company yeah. that do, does that for a living. Right. And okay. they yeah. would caught they would caught off guard. And they were caught off guard. So right. So uh, Storks. Uh, they made zero merchandise for Storks. No T-shirts, hmm. no action figures, no stuffed animals, nothing. Wow, that's impressive. So they would, they <laughs> would want to do that. Yeah, they would have, and they would have to have done that if they did that, and then none of it was selling, and then we didn't make five hundred million dollars. I would be like, oh my god, our movie's a failure. But I kind of feel like they knew what it was gonna do. Hmm. And they chose they chose to keep it in the theater until it hit the number they were hoping for it to hit. Mm. That's that's how they mm-hmm. did it. And then, then the second it hit that number, they were like, "All right, we're out." And then it comes out oh right. God. It comes out in four days, five days from now. Um, so right. it no, comes out right before. It already right, came out on the twentieth. Yeah, it came out on I, iTunes. I, I yes. watch digital. Yeah, I watch it yeah, seven digital. Times, seven times a day. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's hysterical. But uh, but it's an interesting. I thing. truly don't understand. Listen, not it has nothing to do with the love that I have for. For Kevin Tsuchihara and and the Warner people, mm-hmm. that I has nothing to do with that. I swear sure. to God, I'm being objective. I do not understand that movie is brilliant. It's a very brilliant. It's so well written. I mean, I truly don't understand. 
I, very I, fun it. movie. I really, I, I think, I think they did a really, really great job, and I think it was a very beautiful movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it may have just been, you know, it's an experiment for these guys. Warner, sure. Warner Animation Group. This yeah. is their second Wag. movie. This oh, wow. is. This what is was new for one? them. Uh, Lego movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. So wow. this is their first original, like, did original character. Yeah. Did huge. Yeah. But this is, uh, this is uh, them foraying into original characters oh. and an original storyline. And that's different for them. And wow. It's yeah. tricky, man. I mean, they have, uh, they have other, they have like four fucking Lego movies in, in pre-production yeah. right wow. now. Wow. So they're like, you know, it's, yeah, don't worry. I they're mean, still trying to figure it out. Got it. You they know? were like, one, one, uh, this will take a bullet for the team. That's fine. And yeah. And I, I think we can all say this. Pigeon Toady was the breakout character of that movie. Well, totally. you know, well, yes. well yes. <laughs> according Enter- to RogerEbert.com. And according to Entertainment Tonight, yeah. I got I got oh, the yeah. uh, I got I got some good stuff. And according to my to my daughter. All right, all right. Although, well, yeah. Enough about me. Oh, no, my well, enough except about for me. The, the Poughkeepsie Times or whatever that said you were annoying, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> some, there was some minor newspaper like there's that. A few, yeah. There's a few yeah, that said so that my Well, they said to me ahead of time, and then we're getting it because off they of don't get stories. Because they don't get Californians. They they didn't get they didn't get the character. Not at all, but they, Matt framed that one, and that was like the only one you framed, which was a very odd <laughs> yeah, choice. So funny. They actually said to me uh, in the middle of uh, pre-production, they were like, well, in the middle of you know, right before it came out, right in the middle of production, they were like, "By the way, your character is uh, really polarizing," and I was like, "What does that mean?" And they were like, um, "Half the people that are seeing it hate it, uh-huh. and they Group. hate Good. your character, and Good. the other yeah. half love it." And I go. Yeah. Well, how are they divide? Like, how is that divided? And they were like, "Well, people over the age of fifty think the character is really annoying. Yeah. Children up to like into their twenties, even up to the twenty twenty something, absolutely love." Please the tell me after Terrific. that statement, you walked away. Oh, I was so happy. I no, was like, you were yeah. like, "Okay, I was like, I'm perfect. good. I'm uh, good. Baby. Come again. We're doing a, a movie for what audience? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're good." Oh yeah! yeah. Okay, we're good. Oh yeah. yeah! No kids, definitely. And you know what? Uh, God bless Warner Brothers because they, like, they in the last month they've put out five videos, like five original videos <laughs> to promote the DVD. And They're all you. It's all pigeon nice. toes. Yes. It's like every promoting every video is yeah. like. Now a my question video. to you is: Hamanamana. Yeah, that's Hamanamana. You yeah, like exactly. my hashtag? That was so funny. <laughs> so, uh, did you get it? Did I get what? What the? Did you get it? Did I get? Did you get it? The the no. did I get uh huh this no oh um while well, we talked in the gym because the little we, suit. we work out together the suit the character oh oh I don't know yet I don't oh. know yet I don't know I don't know it hasn't been delivered yet well, I will steal okay. it for you oh there you go God oh yes I want it yeah. so bad yes. I, I love I love everybody over there that would be great okay you gotta tell okay okay you gotta <laughs> tell can, about secret life can I ask Sorry. a question for about God's the, sake yes. you go, secret uh, life of pets yeah and is that your kid's favorite of yours is that is that the they one love, that is they, just they like, love oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my they gosh. Love, no, they love, they love, they, they, you know, they love animated movies. They, you know, they love Dory. They love Nemo. They love pets. They love mm-hmm. storks. They love all of them. Did you get to meet any anybody in the cast? Like work with anybody in the cast? Not or? work. No, because I have a very small you know, cameo a- on the telenovela happened. But it was funny. We were at, in New York. I was doing Broadway, and they uh, premiered the, the. I was I was lucky enough for them to premiere the movie. Uh, while I was in New York, so I was there and I was with all of them. And and uh, but the, the the funny thing was that you know they tell me okay you're gonna go in at the end, obviously because I'm the least important character of the film. So I'm like yeah of course it makes sense. And then they and now the producers pam pam Cinco Paul the writer Jaime Camila and I go and, and I was backstage you know how they 
put you in, in the order yeah. you were. I was the last one. And then I get the, the people from the studio. I'm, 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 I'm here, I'm here. I'm, I'm in my position. I'm in position. I'm in position. No, no, <laughs> yeah, come, come. So I just boom one and I uh, went next to Cinco Paul. And then Cinco turns to me and goes like, I love Jane the Virgin, by the way. It's the best. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Ever. And I'm like, thank you, Cinco. So Cinco ended up coming to the set with us with his beautiful daughter and, and we became friends and That's whatever. Amazing. But uh but he was but I, I saw all of them, like everybody was there. Kevin Hart and the other one and, yeah, and uh, Louis uh, and Bobby Mag- wasn't even the guy from the CN- uh, uh, SNL. Oh, Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. I love Larry Moynihan. God, that, so was, far. That, that was the one that I was excited to meet. Oh, my God. Because I'm a big fan of SNL. So. Of course. Yeah. Did God, you have to do like a, you, did you do the press junk and all that stuff for We do the press No, or? again, my character was a very small character. So, okay. yeah. But I, you know, you I did help within the Latin American market. Yeah. For Unbelievable. Sure. You have so a cool. real special relationship with the universe. Holy yeah. cow. Yes, yeah. Thank God. Seriously, man. <laughs> so damn cool. I think, you know what? I think, I think that if you live your life ethically good yeah their universe it, you know karma the universe however you want to call it, it listens it, yeah. it'll reward you with yes. being named the sexiest man alive okay no. we are getting okay people's sexiest go. man alive 2007 <laughs> thank you did you were you married at this we, point we should clarify that it was people in espanol that's fine it's <laughs> just a little different as right? a lot of hey. people in this world that speak Espanol. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's you. a lot. That's a big market. Yeah. Huge. Uh, you, this is 2007. Were you married at the time? You have. You, were you I was together? not. You were single at the time. I was single. Oh. Hi, man. This is. I was single and mingling. Uh huh. Yes. You got an email or two. Okay. Yes. What? I can't even imagine I what that must have been like. Imagine. Did, did Can you I have be to, completely honest? Did please. you get one of those take a number things at your yeah, door? Yeah, you should have gotten one of those. I'm going to be honest. Please. I bang like I'm... No. <laughs> no. I'm, no, I'm going to be... Hey. I'm going to be very, very honest. Hey. I was Havana, never... <laughs> I was I was never... I I know that you think this is going to... But this is not bullshit. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> on, my, on my kids, on my family. Okay. I never was that kind of guy. Like, yeah. like let's... Get as much girls as you can possibly can. No, I I liked having girlfriends. Sure, mm-hmm. I had a lot, <laughs> right? But I didn't have several that's at the same time. Well, you're a good fella. Had, yeah, my, my he didn't he didn't Charlie Sheen it. I, yeah, but, okay. Well, no, thank God. <laughs> we all know how that ended, right? Yeah. No, were, were um, there were there uh, women? Must have just been coming out of the woodwork, though. I mean, I, if they did, I didn't notice. I swear to God, I'm, I my friends were like, "Dude, open your yeah. If it's not for you, we get it." But yeah. do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. it for us. Give us yeah. the yeah. story. Right there. Miguel takes a lot of ad- uh, advantage of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, you're, I'm sure Miguel yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. I would well, be carrying around the magazine with me, right? yeah. like facing everyone. You, know which, like, I, sure. you know which one I carry with me? They, uh, uh, sep- the September issue came, uh, the September issue sent to the subscribers. Which is seventy or eighty percent of the of the magazine mm-hmm. actually yeah. not 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 what you yeah. see on the stands. It, it's more important the one that they sent to, to, to subscribers. They did a beautiful story on me, cover story, uh, Jaime Camille at the top, and mm-hmm. they mentioned you know Jane and Broadway, whatever. Yeah. That one I arrived to the That's theater. Yeah. 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 Oh. Hey, how are you? Oh, please, no, this is nothing. <laughs> I just picked up my mail. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like, it's, it's November. That I, came was, out in September. I was more excited about that cover than the other one. Yeah. Did it change? Uh, like, what did it change in your life? Did it? No, change what changed my life was Ugly Betty. 
That yes. was that was a game changer for sure. On mm-hmm. I'm I'm one before Ugly Betty and after the Mexican version of Ugly Betty. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 I mean that's that's a huge oof, deal. That was a huge deal. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. With now, like as far as uh, you know, relationships and dating and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, did you uh, did you did you always have a like nice? Did you always have like nice ladies around you, or like when you were younger? Did you date? Did you date a lot? I I did a lot, but I but I had girlfriends. I had yeah. like steady, serious girlfriends. You, they might have lasted for three weeks, but they <laughs> were my girlfriends. Are you in yeah. touch with any any of them? Stick around? Anyone Some stay in touch and stuff? Some like of that? them Try I have to... I have a great a great friendship with them. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to suspect that he never had an awkward face. Did, I I, so. What's yeah. an awkward face? Exactly. Like where it just does Exactly. Where you just can't oh, of talk Of course, to I, everybody yeah. had an awkward no, face. No, you didn't. Yes. No, 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 you didn't. Listen. <laughs> when I was a teenager. Look at the three of us. Okay. <laughs> we know awkward phases. When I was a teenager, the age of, I would say, 15, did, did, have you have you ever seen a horse? <laughs> right. When it, when it, bo- when it, when it, you know, when yeah. they get... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. Yeah, that was me for at least three years. You sure you weren't a unicorn? <laughs> ah, wow, Glazer yeah. with the that's a that good was a one. good one, buddy. Oh, What's yeah. yeah. But you know what? It, I mean, be like, yeah, when awkward. I was fourteen, I had a really awkward. Yeah. I mean, it's like when I was fourteen, I had a pimple for two days. It was very awkward. It was a very tough time in my life. Very difficult time. Man, don't remind me, please. Oh my god. <laughs> that, that, uh, no, I, I had I had very t- yeah. Yeah, two years braces. Yeah. Like not being able to coordinate. Yeah, did we you all have those faces? Did you date act uh, actresses at all? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's the most any, famous woman you dated? Any, you any, fam- any famous? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Uh, Talia, probably the. Oh wow! Uh, Wait, Tommy Motola's wife. That's like she's what? like. One of the biggest selling artists in the history of music in the world. Yeah. Wait, who is that? Wait, say, what? Talia. <laughs> Pull up a picture. Okay, hold on. Right, oh, my is, God. No, please so don't do that. Yeah. No, but, no, 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 we're, no one can see no, this. But, but then, it's but, a podcast. No, because we, <laughs> let me give you another one because, because then okay, tell me she one. thinks that uh, you, whatever. It's uh, fine. Let me think. Um, no, but act, like actresses. Yeah? Like, uh, like uh, Televisa actresses. Yeah. yeah? Here in the in the U.S. or in, uh, in Mexico? I did it for a while, Sofia Vergara. Get out of town. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God. But enough of this because we are, we are gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but without a doubt, the jackpot. <laughs> my beautiful wife. Yes. There you my go. beautiful, beautiful wife who used to be a model. Oh my and God. she did an amazing book. <laughs> you see her? Huh? You're doing it. You're doing it. You're making it. You're finding your way out. Thank you. Yes. And she wrote a beautiful book. Called oh, yeah? Chronicles of a Novice Mom. Really? really? I swear to God. And now she now she's painting beautifully. Yeah, no, I read wow. you've got We've been together for thirteen years. I read that you were That's amazing. Yeah. Are I you coming it. out with an app of some sort? No. Okay. Um I read uh, wrong. You uh you, uh, you I read it. wrong sometimes. You ruined it. I ruined it. That's all right. I want it. But Kim <laughs> Kardashian yeah. beat us to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, um yeah, no, when um when you know what this super super weird. Oh wow, gorgeous. Um, when okay, when when what's it called? When 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 uh, Storks was coming out, they uh, there was a thing where they put up. You know, at Warner Brothers, they have these the the walls where they put the posters of on course. the on the walls yeah, outside, yeah. right? But one of the corners where they put the the poster is like on this kind of side street where they 
they put it and like there's no traffic there. It's like a weird <laughs> no place to put yeah. a poster. Yeah. And uh, and I remember driving by there and I saw so- Sofia Vergara was in a movie there with uh, on that on that wall on this like, Reese Witherspoon, right? Reese Witherspoon, yeah. which was a uh, a real piece of work. I don't know if you <laughs> yep. saw that. It was rough. Nope. It was a rough movie. <laughs> rough. So that was up there. So was um who uh, who's the guy uh, who, the the, the the, the the guy from Teen the Teen Heartthrob Zach and, Efron Zach Efron thank you wow. Zach Efron yeah. wow nailed it how'd you know Zach wow. Efron was name in a movie. Teen F- just say Teen thank Heartthrob you. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get it right Zach every time. Efron was in a you movie you could have gone with Ian Ian Hummer so, was it Ian Ian, Ian Summerfield yes no. yeah yeah but uh, Zach Efron was in a movie where he played a DJ called We Are Your oh, Friends oh yeah yeah that's- uh-huh. That poster was on that scene. That was wall. one of the oh, okay. biggest bombs in the history of cinema. Right. So whenever you yes. see your poster on that wall, you have to get out of the car and rip it. Like just yeah, yeah you start pee panicking. on it. Like mm-hmm. rip. Uh, Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Right. That's where they put the Storks poster was on that wall. And when I saw it there, I had a nervous break. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding you. And of here's course. the best part: I contact the marketing department at Warner Brothers. And you said, "Get this." And I, go, and I go, "Hey, a uh, quick, a uh, quick, a uh, quick question for you. Uh, there is a poster of Storks outside on the uh, on the wall. The over wall there. of death. On the wall. Yeah, it's on the wall. The wall and, of death. And yes. the guy goes, Ooh, "What are you talking about?" And I go, "Well, you know, it's on the wall. You know, on, on the street, on the side street there." And he goes, "Okay." And I go, yeah, like, "I go. Well, you know." That's the wall. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, that's the wall where they had, you know, the, wall the, of shame. the hot pursuit was there. And yeah. uh, we are your friends and uh-huh. Max, you know, the, and yeah. uh, uh, all these other movies that have yeah. uh, dark shadows, you know, suicide a bunch, squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, a bunch, a bunch of ones that really <laughs> haven't worked out. And he goes, are you calling me to talk about the movies I've worked on? Here at the studio that haven't gone well, and I go, and I go, I go. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I gotta get off the phone. He, goes, he, he goes, was you. the executive in charge of those movies. No, yeah. he was just a market. He just worked in marketing, but oh, he was wow. like, we are you here he, to remind he goes, me of all the things I didn't. Yeah, he goes, he goes, you don't, call, you don't call the marketing department at Warner Brothers and talk about the bombs that we've had. No, and actually, like, actually, your call was a gift from heaven. Yeah. Like I'm calling you to let you know that you have to either kill that wall, yeah, yeah, or oh, that's a bulldoze wall. the wall, or yeah. something. It's a danger wall, yeah. tear it down, of course. Cursed fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you try. Here's the best part, though. Uh-huh. Then you try to complain to people about it. You go, can you believe this? It's on this bad wall. They go, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Your movie poster is on a wall. It's a good uh, wall. Uh, that was me. Of bitches. That was because totally they me. don't understand yeah. the problems that we face in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know. All right. Now, listen, uh, before we wrap things up, Jane oh the God. Virgin, this show oh, yeah. is an epic success. Thank you, man. Uh, award-winning, just a, a phenomenal piece of work. Thank you. Uh, you've been, you've won a, a numerous awards for this. No, you've been no, not. You've been what? nominated. You've been nominated, I've been nominated for numerous for, awards for two Critics' Choice uh, Supporting Actor Holy for shit. for the Teen's Choice. Uh, what is it? The Teen Choice. Teen, Teen Choice, choice yeah. Awards. Teen Choice Awards. Uh, I won the Imagen Award uh, right. for Supporting Actor. Uh, you have won but Gina, awards, yeah. but, but, but Gina. But the won. show, the show won the People. Choice, the Peabody Award, oh, yeah. the the AFI recognition. Gina won the Golden Globe the the first year she was nominated. Now this is her third year nominated, uh, and the show was nominated on the first year. But I truly think that uh, we we are kind of snobbed to be honest, because the show it's it's uh, it's a uh, it's I mean I love it. It's, it's not because I love it because I work on it, but I think that you know. Uh, you know, journalists and critics—they they write the same thing. They're it, like, oh, they're like, come on, you're not really, you're not gonna nominate Jane the Virgin, guys. Come on, you know, get your thing together. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's interesting. I think part of uh, 
the uphill battle for a show like Jane the Virgin. You're on the CW, which is known for a certain style of show. And yeah. sci-fi. And a lot of sci-fi things. and a lot of, a lot of superheroes. For like every superheroes, day of the week. America's yeah. Next Top Model was their big show for like a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, like they're sort of locked in with like, oh, it's a teenage network. Yeah. And then you come out with a show like this that crosses those boundaries, and it's yeah. more than just that. And, and then people the don't know what to do. their first uh, important awards and nominations. Yeah. yeah, and it's like people don't know – they they think I think some people that are in the process of like the people who nominate these things they just sort of think oh it's a CW show and they don't even necessarily give it the chance to get some of those Emmys and things like that that it probably deserves to be nominated for probably but I I mean what are networks now what what are networks my one of my yeah. favorite shows Sons of Anarchy was in FX and and, and you know now it's mm-hmm. not about being on ABC CBS NBC or Fox that's right. it that, 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 no yeah. no you could be in any you know you could yeah, be you know, in, in Amazon cool is, you can be in you can be in, in freaking Netflix that's yeah. very and, true and, and we know what yeah so. but what's great is is because of that Matt because they're the like it's elevated the whole network it's elevated the whole network yeah. and it gave it gave uh crazy ex girlfriend a chance exactly. yeah. which that it's show huge. wouldn't exist. I don't think that show yeah. would exist on that network if it mm-hmm. hadn't been for Jane the Virgin. I agree. I, agree. I think you guys paved definitely. the way for them, 100%. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, definitely your show is definitely taken very seriously by people, and the acting on it is phenomenal. And it, I think it really raised the bar, too, for for the shows that they mm-hmm. were doing over there to what they are doing currently. Go, going to Netflix was a game changer. I mean, just mm-hmm. hitting Netflix... That gave uh, so much exposure. You do that right after season one. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the smart move. You do it right away because then, uh, like, say, Breaking Bad didn't really take off to like season four, and it was and it was because of Netflix and people watching other. Like on AMC, that show was really really, it was almost canceled. Like after season two and after season three, Breaking Bad, one of the all time great shows. Wow. And then it got footing on Netflix, and all of a sudden, this stuff started building, and that's when Uh it started getting awards and everything. They're like, oh, we keep it around, and then it becomes this huge thing by season five. But I mean, that's the kind of thing where, like, if you go right after season one, you get yourself that a- additional chance to catch people yeah. who didn't see it when it was on TV, or of course they don't they don't know what channel the CW is because there's a hundred channels on your TV now, we and you don't a, know what it a, is. And we yeah. did a joke on on the show actually yeah. that that they, my character Rogelio de la Vega they want to bring his formats into the American television, and mm-hmm. he gets a meeting with the CW. And the joke is like Gina Rodriguez, Jane goes like, "What is it like a streaming service?" And yeah. he's like, no, 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 it's a huge network. He's big, yeah. And then, then he goes to his, to his writer, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I don't even know what channel that is on." And I'm like, "Oh no, that's a huge network. You know, it's a programming mastermind. It's a superhero for every day of the week." And and then they ended up they end up rejecting. Rogelio and he mm-hmm. goes like what's a CW it is, is the armpit of American television <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know the CW allows that to to you know they allow they make fun of themselves and that's yeah. that's great that's pretty, God, part so of great. comedy yeah and now they have now you guys have Supergirl too now we have Supergirl yeah. uh, which is such a great show yeah. too we are, oh, we are the God. only humans normal humans <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's, it's all like time yeah, traveling shows werewolves, and aliens, uh, and werewolves yeah. vampires yeah. superheroes yeah. your upfronts must be hilarious yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got to be that's got to be bizarre we only went to two really we were not invited to the third one no why because we're such a because you're such a big, show yeah, you don't need <laughs> yeah. to walk out and go talk to no, people now you were also uh, just on uh last week tonight last week tonight with john oliver yeah yeah and that you did the the pyramid scheme the them, right? scheme, correct. Yeah, I mean, that's, which affects so many Latinos. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a huge like that show is one of the most influential shows that people don't really watch the show. They watch like that stuff on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's one of those yeah, shows. Where, like it, a lot of people just watch huge it gets, numbers. Uh-huh. I see that on Facebook every single time one of those shows comes out. Whatever the big bit is, it's all over Facebook. Oh yeah, and that's how I watch that show. Like I, I don't even know what channel HBO is on my on my stuff. I watch it on. Yeah. 
HBO Now or whatever on, uh-huh. on the app. But I mean, yeah. it's like that's one of those things. And, like I saw you on there, and I was like, oh, that's so it's so good. It's so funny yeah. and pertinent. Did you, did you and see important. the Spanish version we did? Or just, uh, just a little bit where I when, – when he goes, and we're going to upload a Spanish version of yeah, this thing. I just because, saw him do that, yeah. Yeah, so if you go to the to his YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I do all the infomercial oh, okay. with the fires and everything, but in Spanish. Oh, awesome. Oh, oh my so God. What Spanish a smart idea. Oh, yeah. For like four minutes and a half. Wow, and then man. the same way he brought me in, mm-hmm. I make a meal and I go in. Yeah. I, I did the same thing, but, but speaking Spanish – saying, and we're going to upload a version in English, and it's going to be <laughs> done by that's, Juan Oliver. That's great. And then John Oliver walks in, and, and yeah, we did the that same thing. That is amazing. We did the same thing. Jeez, we're man. That's yeah. so funny. God. <laughs> uh, what a career, man. Yeah. This is yeah. so This is so awesome. Getting to sit down with you. I mean, we got to work out together yeah. the other day, mm-hmm. which is very, very nice. Yeah, it was nice a good day. time. We had a good time. You guys time. have the same trainer? Yeah, yeah we have the same so trainer. You, you have the same physique? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Focusing on the core. I can't even tell you guys apart. I don't know which one's on my left, which one's on my right. So handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we so have the same. We hand. talk with the same accent. Yes, yeah. we. Yes, Stephen actually was named the uh, third sexiest person on the Nighttime Show podcast. Oh wow! Ooh, it's a very really? prestigious a award. Very, very prestigious. Award. prestigious award. <laughs> very prestigious. I love oh, it. Um, w- honestly, uh, so damn cool to have oh, you on the show. You, this thank you for having me. This has been so, so awesome. And I can't. We're gonna put the episode out uh, right away. We'll oh, get yeah. this thing thank right out for the world to check out. Where can people find you on the internet? I'm. All, all my social media platforms are at Jaime Camille, at J-A-I-M-E-C-A-M-I-L, all of them. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, what about you, Matt? <laughs> uh, you can uh, check me out at funnymat.com. I got links to everything there. Or if you were annoyed by me, please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> yeah, which is a real website. Real thing. Yeah. Built by built by necessity. We hate Steven Singer. What's the name of the, of the jeweler in New York? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, ha- I hate yeah, Steven I hate Singer. Singer yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but don't um, don't don't go there. Go to go to matwalkersocks.com. Yeah, for Socks. sure, definitely yes. go there. Definitely yes. go there. S U C K S. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just uh, make sure. What about you, uh, Glazer? Uh, uh, buy High Times since I'm all over that this month, and watch BuzzFeed <laughs> since I'm all over BuzzFeed this month, and next month watch TBS Digital and follow me at Glazer Boohoohoo on Twitter. Dude, I love Sorry. BuzzFeed. Yeah, I'm a big fan of them. BuzzFeed's amazing. Every time I go to They've New York, so I well. invite myself to their offices. I'm not invited. They don't want to see me. They, <laughs> they don't give a shit about me. And I'm like, please, I would like to say hi to you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Come. You know, I got I to gotta say <laughs> so this. Come to this one and come hang yeah. out. I'm a big fan of BuzzFeed. And I love reading, I love reading their articles. I, I, and I love reading their lists. Like Their lists are uh-huh. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But... I do feel I do feel like they owe Melissa Villasenor a huge apology, an apology, hundred percent for throwing uh, her under the bus. Throwing her under the bus because yeah. that girl is the first. She's the first Hispanic uh, actress first ever Latina to be a serious. Yeah, first on Latina SNL. on SNL, SNL yeah. and they like right, right. Well, I don't, I don't know who it was. I don't know who the somebody was. who shouldn't have done what they did. I don't yeah, even like, want to know what they did. Some writer... I'm sorry, what, what happened? Oh, they wrote sure. an article. Okay. She's the first... Uh, I know, I, I know her story. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen her. She's, she's on amazing. our show. She's Great. on our show and I yeah, adore yeah. her. Yeah. But uh, some, some, uh, some writer over there went back when she got cast and went into her Twitter back to 2010 From and found jokes that were kind of a little off color maybe that she was testing out on oh. Twitter mm-hmm. and they published all of them and in a list. They wrote an article calling her a racist. Yeah, and then there were like petitions saying get this racist off of SNL because of this BuzzFeed article drumming up these morons who have no idea what Melissa Villasenor is like. She's, she's like one of the, the nicest people you ever wow. meet in your one entire life. One of the sweetest life. ladies in the whole world. But that's the problem. That's the thing when it comes to that's like the problem uh, with the internet now. That's the problem. Do that. It's a look when it comes when it comes to stuff like like BuzzFeed. 
I read every day. Like there is hilarious articles in there every day, and it's a very it's a very very funny platform. I just feel like every like sometimes things can go the wrong way. Yeah, and uh, and I love I love Melissa. So there was yeah, you know guy. that's a tricky that's that gets it's, tricky. It does. It gets, does best. get tricky. Luckily, well, all I do is like get high with Snoop Dogg. So it's very safe. <laughs> you don't have to worry. <laughs> well, you're the best. You're the, you're awesome on it, man. And uh, that that video, the video of you getting high with Snoop Dogg is Dream one of true. the funniest things. Oh it my is, dear God, you got high with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, they, they, the man, the blindfolded. I mean, blindfolded that's, him. that's that's like a bucket list of. Visiting the White House. Did, did you yeah, cry you know. when you got high with Snoop Dogg? Uh, no, I my oh, you didn't uh, because what? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I I cried and hyperventilated into a bag in front of Snoop Dogg, alone with him, while I wept, and he just kept laughing at me and saying, "You gonna die tonight, son? You gonna <laughs> die tonight?" And listening to Enya. Yeah, well, listening to Enya. Yeah, but, they, but what they did to you? Tell tell them what they did to you. Um, I, they blindfolded us, didn't tell us we were going, and walked us into a room that smelled like, so strong. That I was like, oh, I'm in somewhere where it's a grow house, and they're like, they, they're like, take off the blindfold. And I'm holding a joint, and I turn, and there's the man, the myth, the legend, just sitting back in a chair, like, what up, y'all? And it's just like, no way, you're a real person. No way, you're real. And it was incredible. I'm just sitting around all day, hanging out with Snoop, and um, yes, oh my great, God. great guy. That's yeah. amazing, and I, I love to, that. I like check that he didn't oh want to cut, like he didn't want to end the shoot. Yeah, no, he he, just, uh, he was like, no, y'all are cool. We're hanging all day, and it's like Snoop, <laughs> Snoop's. Everybody's like, Snoop, you have like a train to catch to a private plane to go underground that nobody knows where you like. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because he's like, yeah. yeah, he's very, very exclusive, and he's like, yeah. no, I'm hanging with these people, and we're all getting high all day. I feel like Snoop Dogg probably does that like every day. Where he's just like, you know what? I'm not going to do all that stuff. I'm just going to sit here and get high instead. Like just, I feel like that make, happens a lot with him. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jamie, before uh, I'm sorry, Jaime. Before we go, <laughs> yeah. I'm so Canadian. Uh, <laughs> Really Jaime, before we go, uh, yeah, I I know that uh, you have an enormous fan base, and I know they listen to you. So you. if you would, uh, maybe say a little something to them. But uh, of course, me. gracias. I, my fans they uh, call themselves hashtag Camilocas, mm. oh, which means Camille Crazies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, and I love it. It's the best nickname. So. Eh, seguramente mis camilocas van a asegurarse de que este podcast llegue a todas las esquinas de, del mundo donde me hacen el favor de seguirme, así que gracias y un beso muy grande a ellas porque su apoyo a mi carrera es, es increíble. I love it. That's the best thing I've I ever understood heard. four words. I understood the whole thing. Ah, man of men. You can get me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and YouTube at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman. Yes. And also, don't forget to check out the nighttime show, uh, December... Uh, well, 17th. We got December 17th. We this got, will be out after that one, I think. Uh, possibly, but we got uh, December 17th, January 28th, and then February 25th and March 25th. If you're in Los Angeles, go check it out. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nighttime Show on iTunes. Leave us comments, retweet it, repost it. Uh, send us love. We'll all follow you back, and we all adore you. And uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening to The Nighttime Show. Peace! Oh, come on.